Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Fifty-five-year-old Joe Thomas just played in a D1 football game for South Carolina State. Murph, there's still time for you to accomplish something meaningful in life. What the heck does that mean? Just keeping it real. Live from WHO HD, it's Sound Off with Keith Murphy and John Sears. Featuring Andy Fails with What's Bugging Andy. Now, get ready to Sound Off. Welcome to Sound Off, Keith Murphy, alongside John Sears and the Cyclone basketball and football team combined for 196 points this weekend. They just scored again. They just scored again. Which game? Which team? Both. Which fort? Man, that was a beatdown. That was. And uh, meantime, Ooh. the Hawkeye defense has shown up. Shut down I'm Michigan. Football now. That's Shut, what I mean. Yeah, we're talking football with the Hawkeye. Yeah. Shut down Illinois. Man, what a weekend it's been. Let's get to the hot topic at 515-282-9010. The Cyclones hang 66 points Man. on Texas Tech. Iowa State was a three-point home dog, and the Clones won by 56. That's progress. I think Vegas had that one wrong. Oh, wrong by a lot. Your chance to sound off at 515-282-9010. Well, that was a surprise. Iowa State slobber knocks Texas Tech 66-10. Did not see that coming. After you and I beat ISU and Iowa embarrassed the Cyclones, we reminded you, be patient. Watch for progress in Matt Campbell's process. Fits and starts, but clearly, Campbell and company know what they're doing. I don't like a dual quarterback system. Generally, I believe if you have two quarterbacks, you don't have one. But Jacob Park and Joel Lanning just made the best one game. Shut your mouth, Murphy, I can recall. The duo combined for eight touchdowns. There's been far too much losing at Iowa State. The Cyclones just won two games in a row for the first time in three years. They deserve this moment and the promise of more to come. Meantime, Cliff Kingsbury had no fun set. I don't think that's Cliff Kingsbury. (laughs) Kingsbury needed a win, and that's not Kingsbury either. That's him. Might be a good idea to update the photo, though the ladies tell me this one looks fine. And it could be worse. Cliff could be Charlie Strong. Texas administrators put Strong out of his misery. Delaying the inevitable only puts Strong and the players in a bad spot. How about that Hawkeye defense? Kirk Ferentz had so much confidence, he opted to take the wind instead of the football. Illinois never kicked off. If I've ever seen that before, I've forgotten it. The outlaw Josie Jewell and the Hawkeye defense backed their coach by making Illinois' offense look inept. It was cold enough to freeze the balls off a pool table, and the Illini looked like they wanted a whoopee. 
Check this BTN graphic. Illinois punted 10 straight times. Iowa just beat Michigan and shut out Illinois with C.J. Beathard passing for a combined 146 yards. Suddenly, in what looked like a lost season, Iowa can reach a good bowl game. The Hawks just have to beat number 18 Nebraska. Cooter's feeling confident, too. Oh, Cooter Ray, Cooter Ray. Keith, I can't remember the last time Iowa and Iowa State had back-to-back -back weeks like this. The Hawkeyes stole the headlines last week after upsetting Michigan, then pitched a shutout in Champaign. Last Saturday, the Cyclones won their first Big 12 road game in three years, and then they put up 66 on Texas Tech. Made the Red Raiders look like a peewee football team. Joel Lanning scored five touchdowns, and the good news is the equipment team didn't even have to wash his jersey. No Red Raider defender laid a finger on Lanning. The Tech defense was one of the worst I've ever seen. I don't think it's coincidence that the Hawkeye defense has looked light years better with Anthony Gare and Manny Rugamba in the lineup. Both are playing much better than Taylor and Maben have all year. Iowa basketball is fun to watch, but they better find another score not named Jock or Cook. The senior and freshman are great, but right now they do not have a consistent third scorer. And who would have thought the player Iowa would miss most from last year's team would be Adam Woodbury. The Hawkeyes have to get tougher defensively. The Olay defense they played against Seton Hall is not going to cut it. Is it possible Iowa State is better in basketball than last year? Possibly. It's still early, but the Cyclones have so many weapons, even off the bench. They're deep. Morris, Thomas, and Mitru Long might be the best backcourt in the Big 12. And Iowa State might not have some of that drama that the Cyclones Ooh, had yeah, last they year look that, good. that caused a problem. All right, Dodger Denny gets us started in Fort Dodge. Dodger Denny, what did you think about that convincing Cyclone win? Well, it was great. I mean, I really didn't think they'd score that much, but we'll take it as a win. No one thought Man. Iowa State would score 66 points. That's the same amount Texas Tech scored the previous year. Let's keep it going with John in green. John, uh, what did you think? Yeah, I don't know, man. I'll tell you what, though. That, uh, I think that uh, Matt Campbell, um, I think he's got to go. I think that I'll tell you what, I think Paul Rhodes is going to get it. Yeah, that's, that may be he the most ill-timed call in history. You want Paul Rhodes back? <laughs> no, you don't say that tonight. Now, if they would have lost 66 to 10, yeah. that'd be one thing. Jim and Adel. Hi, Jim. Jim? Yeah, oh, yes. This is uh, Jim from Adel here. Yeah, what, 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 uh, what's going on, Jim? Uh, nothing much, man. I tell you what, those Iowa State Cyclones are looking pretty darn good. They did. Do you think they'll beat West Virginia? Oh, absolutely. I think that they've got a real chance to make a run at the playoffs if they try. I tell you what, that Matt Campbell's making a run, but Paul Rhodes, man, I tell you what, he'll get her done. All right, thank you for nothing. They're making a run at the playoffs. Making a run. They do at understand the that they playoffs. have been eliminated from bowl competition, right? Seriously, uh, if you're up to no good, you got to bring it stronger than that, right? <laughs> uh, Joe in Des Moines. Hi, Joe. Yeah, how you guys doing? Good. What's going on? I want on, to Joe? talk about Dowling football and parochial schools. I just think they have an unfair advantage. Well, we hear this, we hear this all the time. Uh, we hear it almost every year. Why do you think that? They get players from all around the city to go play football for them. They're not from their school zone. Either make them play in a parochial league or make it a rule that they have to play in their school zone. 
But uh, what? Why are you saying this now? I mean, it's been. Well, this I mean, way they've got. Four, what's to keep them from getting twenty championships in a row? Well, they have. Uh, what is it now? Four. They're mm-hmm. they're on the way. Um, they don't hide that they take kids from all over either. I mean, some people, and it is the kids' decision. Yeah, to go there. It is an opportunity. But you think there should? You think right now it should be divided in Iowa between uh, parochial schools and public schools? I mean, it's not fair to the rest of the athletes and the rest of the towns. I mean, you've got one team loaded up with Division One athletes. Like, they probably got nine D one players on their defense. Who are all the D one players? Oh, they've got Wagoneer, they've got uh, a list of them. Mel's, they've got, you go right down the defensive line, almost every one of them is a D1 player. But there are public schools still winning state titles, um, and that's very satisfying when that happens. You would, you'd, you would like to take that away, though, and just make it a I'd say divide? just make them play with players in their school zone, and I got no problem with that. All right, thank you for the call. It's time for Twins with a local connection, Old Spice Judges. Adam from Des Moines, stay with me on the local connection, says that Zeke Elliott, who played the Big Ten and whose mom is in the Lamoni Hall of Fame, <laughs> looks like an Ewok. Old Spice. <laughs> I don't think he would like that. But Old Spice says twins. Uh, Jack in Urbandale says Keith Duncan, the uh, kicker for Iowa, looks like actor Toby McGuire. Old Spice. Yeah, that's a good week. Guys, it's time to start Christmas shopping. And as always, I'm here to help with the thoughts that you're probably thinking and the words you won't say. It's What's Bugging Andy next. Follow us on Twitter at SoundOff13. Dan writes, Cyclone basketball and football with 196 combined points over one day. I I think this has come up a couple of times already. Not strong competition, but still, wow, pretty impressive. Yeah, it was hard not to notice that those numbers. Lots of points. Gabe writes, Iowa is once again looking at a New Year's Day Bowl. Three weeks ago, fans wanted change. Hashtag winning cures pain. Gabe is right. Friday, we'll be watching football. But if you choose hell and shop, Andy wants to help. All right, guys, it's been a few years since What's Bugging Andy did an enormous public service by, during Black Friday week, bringing to light the worst Christmas gift of all time, the giant tin of popcorn. Cheap, bulky, stale, There is not a day that goes by without someone stopping me out on the street to thank me for that segment. Popcorn tin sales plummeted, I can only assume. Well, here we are again, Black Friday week. Most of us will start racking our brains for Christmas gift ideas. So to help narrow the choices a little bit, here are a few more gifts that are bugging Andy. Gifts to avoid. Now, I am a big fan of consumable gifts. I mean, you use them up and they're gone. Gotta love that. But as was the case with the popcorn tub, sometimes consuming these gifts can be a real pain. With that in mind, stay away from the cologne body scent gift set. (laughs) I am a 45-year-old man. I do occasionally use cologne. 
I have never, ever, ever used up an entire bottle of cologne. My hand to God, there is a bottle of polo in my medicine cabinet that dates back to my freshman year in high school. It smells exactly the same. No man needs a box of cologne. I would assume that no woman needs a palette of perfume or a whole layout of lotion. If this crap even makes it out of the box, it's going to do little more than take up precious space in her bathroom cabinet until she dies of old age. And even in the best case scenario, I mean, let's say that mom has no perfume and no lotion and desperately needs both, you are still in effect saying, Merry Christmas, Mom. Your skin is ashy and flaking, and you stink. Resist the alluring cry of the summer sausage log. I mean, they're right there, very grabbable while shopping. But not only will they make every boy aged 8 to 88 laugh and start telling off-color jokes, no one actually wants four pounds of unrefrigerated meat in the shape of a Clydesdale phallus. And finally, the massager. Look, I worked at Brookstone one Christmas. I know massagers. They feel great and they do get used, for a while at least. But they all send a message. Merry Christmas. Now rub your own back. Happy Hanukkah. You have always looked like a stressed out, miserable mess. Or... Merry Christmas. Let's never mention this gift again. No one wants that. Hey, I do what I can, right? A list of what's bugging Andy to help your list this holiday week. Bless you, Andy. Mm. The Iowa Cubs will no longer play the New Orleans Zephyrs. No, Zephyrs now seems like the good old days. We'll explain next in Who's in Your Five. Plus, you can grab a sound off live line right now at You can like us on Facebook, Sound Off Nation. Joe writes, this had to be the most points they've scored in my lifetime. I'm 35. I am a Hawk fan, but congrats to the clones. What a victory for them. Who's in your five odd minor league baseball nicknames? These are all real. Minor real league teams. nicknames. Yes. Uh, number five, the normal corn belters. <laughs> number four, the Savannah Bananas. Oh, I like that one. Number three... The Montgomery Biscuits. <laughs> number two, the Fort Wayne Tin Caps. And at number one, the New Orleans Baby Cakes, formerly the Zephyrs. The Baby Cakes play the I-Cubs several times. I like Baby when these cakes. minor league teams have weird names. I think, I, I think it adds to the fun. I like all of those except Baby Cakes. Baby Cakes is just dumb. And the, the logo is a little weird, like a it's baby a lot of weird. holding a crown. and. It, a lot. Uh, Ike is in Des Moines. Ike, uh, you have some thoughts on the caller who thinks that uh, Dowling has an unfair advantage and we need to split up the public no, and parochial it's, schools. It's not unfair. I mean, it's Iowa, but 
Forgot oh. what he was going to say, I guess. Yeah, O.J. is in Creston. O.J. with a thought on Dowling. Well, I had the same thing. Uh, the gentleman who called in seemed to think that uh, Dowling had some sort of an unfair recruiting advantage. Obviously, he's not aware that I was in an open enrollment state. So any kid can go to any school anytime he wants to. Well, and to your point, O.J., I have had uh, many people and many parents of good athletes share with me that their sons and in a couple of cases daughters were aggressively recruited and pursued by public schools so it's mm-hmm. it's Let's not, not it's not just, just yeah, yeah it's not just and dowling it, that's trying to get the talented athletes to school yeah. i don't know what their formula is but uh you know if you remember uh harlan had a dynasty for quite a while and they certainly weren't any parochial school but no it isn't because of uh uh, being able to recruit outside their district, because anymore there are no districts per se. It's well, an open enrollment state. To your point, Pella has a dynasty going right now. 41 straight wins, three straight state championships. And they have Pella Christian right down the road. That yes. takes a lot of players away from Pella. Yeah, so th- there's no doubt that Dowling has uh, some advantages, but they also are very well coached and uh, uh, they've done a great job. Dowling hasn't always won the state championship. I covered Dowling for many years, and they couldn't quite get over the hump and win that championship. No, Valley's, Valley's won a ton of titles. There's a lot of teams that have won titles. And one thing that people need to remember is it's the kids' and the parents' decision to go to Dowling. No one is forcing anyone to go to Dowling. You know? So it's their decision where they can go to any school they want, and, yeah. they, and they choose to go to Dowling. For what reason? That's their decision. Yes, and they are either uh, they're given some help to pay for it or their parents have to pay for it. It's an expensive and excellent education, but they're not taking your taxpayer dollars to, mm-hmm. to fund the education, as is with the case. So there's, you can talk on both sides of this. Quick thought from Philip in Urbandale on Iowa State football and basketball on a big weekend of scoring. Yeah, that was a great weekend even even the women's team won and both teams are undefeated in men's and women's basketball yeah it was a exciting weekend to be a cyclone fan uh hawkeye fan dave from minnesota got trucked by michigan's chris wormley in last field last wait week's for it field storming well this video for it. shot by Boom. michael adwire was seen everywhere Ooh. it sparked a mild debate and uh we'll get to it next live on sound off Sound off at WHOTV.com. Iowa State puts up 66 points and 130 in hoops while destroying good teams by more than 50. Only regret is can't play Iowa now. Would destroy them on the field and will destroy them on the court. Cyclones proving they are once again the best team in the state in football and basketball. Best Cyclone sports weekend ever. Michael in West Des Moines. I wouldn't say good teams, but it was a great weekend. Crazy how one weekend can change everything. Man, that was something. Keith, time for face-off. Let's get it started with a topic frustrating high school football fans across the state. 
Many people in Iowa could not watch the state championship games and they won't be able to watch wrestling or boys basketball either. The Iowa High School Boys Athletic Association sold the broadcast rights to Iowa High School Sports Network, which reached a deal with Comcast Sportsnet Chicago. At least that's what I understand. That makes sense. I'm sure people in Chicago are thrilled to watch Iowa high school sports. Well, CSN Chicago made the deal, I'd speculate, to try and force cable companies like Mediacom to add CSN. But the problem is, they did not add it. No, they didn't. And there are large swaths of our state with no way to watch. Not everybody's family and friends can make it to the Dome for a weekday afternoon football game. CSN is on Dish and DirecTV, but believe me, John, I've heard from so many people who are upset about this arrangement, mad about it. What's the answer? Because when wrestling's sold out and fans can't watch, it's going to get real. We'll need to press CSN to allow streaming, but they won't want to give up their chip. This all feels too much like the television deals that have taken over college and professional mm -hmm. sports. This is high school. The people of Iowa should come first. The boys' games belong on IPTV like the girls' games. Money should not be everything. Agreed. Who's at fault for the on-field collision, Hawkeye fan or Michigan player? Hawkeye fan. The field belongs to the players, and until they exit, if you go on the field, which you can do and mm -hmm. it's fun, you assume the risks. The fan told me he understands that, but he does think Chris Wormley ran him over on purpose. Fan is fortunate he's not seriously injured. Wormley, 6'6", 305. He's a big boy. Chris Bryant became the first former I-Cub to win league MVP. How cool is that? Way cool. But Major League Baseball needs to move these awards <laughs> up. They seemed afterthoughts this past week. Overrated, over, under. overrated, under, overrated, birthdays 35 years and older. Keith, I turned 35 two weeks ago. I went to see Trolls with my kids. <laughs> oh, that looked fun. Underrated, birthdays under the age of 25. Enjoy them, kids. Trust me, when you get older, your body can't handle the adult beverages like it used to. That is true. Coach Turner's in Des Moines. Uh, Coach Turner, I am not an open enrollment expert. Can you shed some light on this? Uh, pretty much my whole... Uh look out on the open enrollment is I believe they should have never done it. You have a lot of the CIML players that are great athletes from getting recruited to all the suburban schools out here. Uh, I'm a former Roosevelt grad and I have two sons that are East grads that all play sports and uh, I don't think it's fair for all the CIML. We don't get the coverage like we normally would. I believe everybody should play in their own zoning and make it more uh, of an open Type game for everybody who plays. All the schools we have outstanding athletes in the state of Iowa. Sure Unfortunately, do. everybody seems to be going to Valley or High School or all the suburban teams. If you look, you see a lot of them. They have their own even fresh. Coach Turner, we've got to go. That's sound off for this week.